0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Action Sports Jacks Mile podcast. We're in the same zip code for the first time in a while. Brent Martin along with Dan Hicken and a lot to talk about. How was your vacation? <laughs> Another vacation. <laughs> uh, this time in Minnesota. Um, that's what they all think, right
1: <laughs> Little do they know.
0: I was telling somebody, we were in one of the Facebook lives, said everybody, even the wife thinks you're on vacation. You, you, you know, you go out to eat or you go to a ball game. You didn't work the rest of the time, right? Wednesday, we didn't even eat. It was so busy. Well, Hicken was off that day, didn't we give him that day off? He did. I think we did. Uh, Anyway, good trip to Minneapolis, Minnesota. A little better than the last trip because it's it was nicer weather.
2: And the Jags were there.
0: And the Jags were there. So uh, good practices. I like these little uh, get-togethers.
2: That's good for the club for sure. I think it's a great thing for the team, and they should. I know he tries hard to do it every year, and and the good thing is he gets a good team to do it with.
0: That's that is the thing. Yeah. Now it will be something if. Kind of foreshadowing, but imagine these two teams do play in the Super Bowl. He's got a heck of a way to pick things. AFC Championship game, then Super Bowl with who you practice with.
2: As the preseason evolves, I'm, I'm, I'm still tempered on my Jaguar expectations. My, my, my thought is because I know so many guys want to go 13 and three, 12 and four. You know, my thought is get me to 10 and six, get me in the tournament, and and, and crank up that defense, and let's see what we can do. If that. Ha- I would take that right now. In other words, if you said to me, Dan, here's 10 and 6. Do you want it? Or do you want to roll the dice and go for 13 and 3 in a number one seed? I'd take 10 and 6 in the tournament. Really? Yes, I would.
0: That's a very good, yes, I would. That's a very good
2: question. Yes, I would. What would you do?
0: I'm a gambler, man. Yeah? Um,
2: You're like deal or no deal, and you end up with nothing.
0: Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> well, I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I get your point. But I really think uh, I probably would roll the dice. Yeah, yeah roll the dice. Just ten because. and six
2: doesn't mean you have to win three games on the road either. You don't know what that means. You you you're still rolling. You know, you might have one curiosity. home playoff game. You might not. You might have wild card weekend. Maybe maybe you're one of the top four. I don't know. It or top two. I don't. Although ten and six, I doubt it. Um, but I would take it because to me. The consistency of getting into the postseason every year is what you want to strive to do.
0: Yeah, that's a very good call. Uh, I, I think what we should do is, halfway point, we'll revisit that same question. Okay. Very interesting to see where they're at. Okay. Uh, but we have to remember that, because I really like that game. That's a good, uh, good question. My
2: there. God, we, the Jaguars killed the Vikings yesterday, literally. I mean, guys Four were, guys carted off. Yeah, I think six total were injured, and fairly— Significant. Signi- yeah, like IR, headed for the IR— uh you like that? Was terrible. He was really bad. Uh I saw hey, him. I think you're just Sorry, overmodulated yourself yeah. there. I, here's a the one. Here's the one that if I if I gave this guy a guaranteed 84 million dollars and he threw an out pass like a just like a it was almost like a screen, you know, like a wide receiver like He was for,
0: mad at himself after that. You skipped could, it in
2: the in the turf. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bro, you
2: can't do that when you're getting $84 million guaranteed.
0: I'll tell you what. He didn't look good on Thursday in practice either. Yeah. Again, so now, he looked okay on Wednesday, but yeah. not great on Thursday. And
2: Wednesday. he's he's a statistical guy, too. I he mean, is. he piles up the numbers, but those numbers were good for the Jags' defense. And Tyler Patman uh, uh, played great football for the Jaguars yesterday, Again, I thought.
0: By the way, another – and ah, and, uh, guy. I'll give excuse to Kirk Cousins a little bit. Uh-huh. Their offensive line's a mess. I mean And they, they lost
2: a guy too, right?
0: Lost another one. They had one guy yesterday play three different positions on the offensive line. Eef. You know, and they should get some back. But it, it goes to show now how fortunate you have to be when your luck changes a little bit. Yeah. Jacksonville, we used to get injuries all injuries all the time yeah. and Bob, Now listen, last year they had Allen Robinson go out on the first play. Oh, we got a ways to go. So now. yeah, and, and there's still time for injuries. But knock on wood, so far the Chargers just lost another guy yesterday to an ACL. The Jags
2: have had 20 decent plus fortune. 23 plus ACLs so far uh, since the start of training camp. Yeah, it's I saw lot. that from one of the doctors on Twitter yesterday.
0: It's amazing. I guess they're unavoidable. I mean, it's just going to happen.
2: Interesting too, how the different coaches are now attacking the preseason. Sean McVay has not played golf or Gurley a snap, not one snap. Interesting. And and I saw Stafford hasn't played. Fournette was in there for twenty snaps yesterday. I'm like, get him out of there. Shocked the me. The guy goes down and the the guy goes down with an ACL right in front of you. That's bad karma. Don't put him back in. I thought they'd take everybody out after that. Get him that. out of and there. Not
0: to mention, Danny has three. Offensive linemen
2: out. Yes. So three
0: backup offensive linemen, Safari and Jenkins out. Yes. And Blake Bortles and Leonard Fournette still in the game.
2: Crazy. I, I was
0: shocked. Uh, I really was. They got uh, through and by it. By the way, I don't know if anybody caught this or not. I mean, I did mention on the broadcast. I mean, Kessler was going in until that two minute drill presented itself. I heard
2: you say that. I didn't see and, it. I mean, yeah. he
0: had the ball cap on, Bortles yeah. did, and, and Kessler was warming up. Um, but it gave them opportunity. You know, coaches love that, right? Two minute to drill. Do the two minute drill, right? And it didn't work for the uh, Jags, but still, they got the opportunity. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle Week Three. I, I just am so, um, I guess, uh, trained to not. Jump to too many conclusions out of the preseason. Absolutely, I, I do think Leonard Fournette looks pretty good uh, physically. Still, numbers I were back. Numbers weren't good, good though. Numbers yeah, know, weren't good at all. They were trying some stuff with him too. Yeah, that's the thing people don't get. Yeah, they're trying stuff. I mean, Yeldon Doug looked Dugger really good. Told us they were trying stuff in the production mean before.
2: Was Corey Grant suspended for three quarters?
0: No. See, that's what I mean though. <laughs> see, people are like, "Where's Corey Grant? Is right. he hurt?" Right. Well, no, they want Leonard Fournette in on third down. Right. Because they want to see they want to see if he can be a three down back. They, he needs to be better in pass protection and so they wanted to put him in those spots you notice every third down until I think the two minute situation Fournette was in the game that's usually a a down Yeldon's in the game wasn't
2: Corey Grant in on the one that Kessler got killed on didn't he whiff on that or missed him I think he did yeah
0: Um, and but Yeldon was featured more yes Yeldon played very well they wanted to see him more as a featured back so that's what Corey Grant got the first game Jags got this game.
2: Jags are exquisite at the screen game right now Which is great.
0: My first eight years here, they couldn't run a screen. Oh,
2: it's terrific. They are running it beautiful. I mean, they're getting the ball to the back, and there are like four guys in front of them like a wall. And it's like, go. And And one time
0: they had Yeldon uh, Yeldon and Fournette on the field at the same time.
2: Like that, too? And
0: that was a perfect setup. Fournette's the one that delivered one of the blocks.
2: I saw that. I saw that. Uh, Which is good. Penalties were bad. Can't have those. I mean... Ten that's in beautiful. the first half. Don't
0: you think, like, I almost feel like Doug Marone's going to the half smiling. Yeah, maybe. He's like, oh, I get to talk to him all week about yeah, you guys true. stink. Yeah, that's true. What are you doing? 130 yards and penalties. He wants to be able to do that.
2: The first week we didn't have this problem, but we did yesterday. There were two calls yesterday that the NFL is going to have a serious – I'm telling you, you can sense it coming. And it. somebody and, – and these guys, they work so hard. I mean, these coaches, these players – Uh, Coaches put in these game plans, elaborate game plans. They study. They go pour over every detail. Game comes down to one or two plays in the NFL. And week one or two, somebody's going to lose a game because they're going to throw a flag for the leading with the helmet. And I thought – and people told me I was wrong. I thought Barry Church's hit on Gronk last year was a little bit – I didn't think it was as bad as people thought it was personally. But everybody said, no, he – okay. But Wilson's hit last night – was pure shoulder. It was. It, there was no head involved. Well, what's and that? then the and then Kessler when he got crushed. Yeah. I mean, but that was a good tackle. By the way, Boyes was
0: really close.
2: It, well, yeah, but he lowered his head. He Lowered his head. He dude. lowered his head, and his head was the first thing to hit. It, so but
0: all these plays are going to be close on that call because it's, it's tough and shoulder are not too far
2: apart. I know it's tough, and you might you you might want to put in the, the review on point. it.
0: It's really hard for the officials I agree. because of what view they're looking at.
2: Little Guns was flag-happy, though. Yeah,
0: I, I, you I need to settle you, We threw down. so many flags that I thought, again, I, I kind of thought Marone said, hey, throw a lot of penalties on us. we've got to teach these guys something. But to your point, uh, two of those plays, Yeah, it's interesting that you just brought up, Wilson's, here's what the officials have to be careful of. Just because there's a big hit and a guy gets up slow right. doesn't mean it was illegal. And so They're and,
2: flopping now. Yeah, the players are smart. They're going to flop and lay down, right. stay down, and act like they're dead so they get the flag. I, I feel like they might. I mean, it's... Uh, we got soccer seeping
0: into that's the NFL. Why they, that's why he <laughs> threw that, because he got lit up. Uh-huh. So it looks like it's wrong, Yeah, right? If you get lit up now, it looks like, oh, that couldn't have been And wrong. I know what
2: they're going to say about the Vikings hit, because he kind of positioned his body to land on top of Kessler, but it didn't seem like he drove him into the turf to me.
0: I thought it was weak, but I will say this. Mike Zimmer I saw his post game comments. Yeah, he agreed with it. And he agreed with the call. Yes, he now did. he said he was hot as heck yeah. until he saw it again. Yeah, he agreed with the call. And he said it was as simple as if he had rolled his helmet to the left yeah. instead of to the How right. How do you do
2: that in this in the, in the heat of the moment though? I know. I, that's crazy. Some
0: silly stuff, but it's it's they got I, I don't listen. think it's as egregious as it looked is my point on mm-hmm. the miscall on the Kessler side.
2: I applaud them for trying to make the game safer. And I think that's great and I'm happy they're doing it. But we've got to come to some sort of understanding on it because I'm telling you, there's going to be one where you could just know with all these former NFL refs now working the booths, they didn't want they're going to come of off looking foolish, too, though, because they're going to say, oh, that definitely is not. And then they're going to say, yes, it is, or that, oh, yes, it is, and no, it's not. I'm telling you, it's so hard to interpret that stuff.
0: Remember, four guys retired.
2: Yeah, they didn't want to deal with it. I don't think they wanna they deal with it. This is a good they time to get changing. out. It was yeah. a
0: good time to get out. So um, it, it really interesting stuff. We I had think. a lot
2: of social media talk about Blake yesterday. People were down on him right away. Of course. I thought there were yeah, I thought I thought there were some good things. Um, Blake is Blake. It's, you know, we we say Jalen B and Jalen off the field. Bortles is gonna Bortles on the field and so there's gonna be some terrible throws. But in fairness, the first one that was almost picked, Westbrook fell. He fell down. Nothing you can do. And I do. really
0: thought it was a great. See, nobody gives credit to the other guy. Harrison Smith made an unbelievable read on that.
2: Play. On the pick. Uh, on, on the pick. S- on the pick. Oh yeah, I'm thinking the other one. Yeah. Yes,
0: but on the actual pick.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a bad. It was a he, bad. He didn't see but him. Yeah, he didn't see him. He didn't.
0: But he he kind of deked him a little right. bit too. He, right. He, uh, but here's the good news. He let him into it.
2: You remember Tom Coughlin telling us last year. They build on Blake. Like, he has one bad play, and then all of a sudden he starts to hang his head. and leads yes, to, yes, he well, told you that. They're on the ride in. Yeah, that did not happen yesterday. No. You know, Blake then led him on a nice drive. They got the ball back on a fumble. He led him down the field, screens, and then I was I was telling him to slide on.
0: I couldn't believe it.
2: Uh, you know, I it mean, felt like a come real on, game. Bortles.
0: I tweeted this out, but it felt like a real game. Yeah. Like, the intensity. Yannick Ngakwe was like. Fired up like it was the AFC Championship game. First of all, <laughs> and then Blake to not slide on that play. Yeah, like what are we doing here? Yeah, uh, and and there were you. I didn't uh, sense this, but 12 and 19. Blake was. I I didn't realize he was 12 and 19. It felt like he was like six for 19.
2: Oh really? No, yeah, he he was 60 plus. Yeah,
0: Twelve for 19, and Marquis Lee probably should have caught that ball on the sideline. There was a the receivers didn't help Paul him out. And probably yes. should have caught one of them at least.
2: Yeah, the receivers didn't help him out at all. There were a couple, a couple of those that were uh, that he laid in there. Had, but
0: we'll be defending Blake until the end of
2: time. That's and, fine. I that's mean, fine. It is what it is. I'm not saying is.
0: he looked great. He should have thrown a couple of interceptions. Right. Um, but but think, you know yeah. what? He didn't and look great in practice. And didn't
2: give him $84 million to go 3 of 8 for 12 yards either.
0: Well, and their defense is really good.
2: And that's another fair Minnesota's
0: point. far defense is really good. But I'll tell you, it's, it's worth talking about our defense here in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're really good. Yeah, they, they showed are. up this week. You know, first week they were kind of quiet. Yeah, Not much going with the Saints stuff. And and I do believe, by the way, these guys kind of get like, really, we're not playing Drew Brees? What right. The heck, you know? Right. Um, This one, this week, that Thursday, we watch a lot of practices. Mm-hmm. The most dominant I've seen them. Good. Uh, yet, and that was without Jalen and Dante. Right. They're without Smoot. They're without some guys that are are going to probably see some action. Taven mm-hmm. Bryan hasn't played much. Yeah. I thought they were dominant yesterday. So uh, this defense is going to be fun to watch. Well, I
2: look forward to it. I, I, and that's, you know, let's get to the starting line. We got one more to go with the Falcons on Saturday night at home. And I don't know how much he's going to play them. Is he? Is he going to go into the second half this time, or is he going to? Peel back a little bit because yeah. he went so hard with them this past game. I, I mean, I saw Telvin back. Smith and, and 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 Miles Jack on the field late in the second quarter Miles yesterday. Miles Jack,
0: Telvin Smith, Jackson, and uh, Yannick. All oh, by the half. way. Oh, first half.
2: Ronnie Harrison. You like them? Yeah. Yeah. Good. For showed up. Showed By the up. way, he
0: got moved to free safety, so he could play both. Yeah, he. Deshaun Gibson tweet something early, so they kept it's
2: him. It's just out. nice to have him because it's hard to go through a whole season without one of those. I, yeah. Listen, I'm all for uh, Gibson and uh, and and Barry. Ch- I love Barry. You know, I've loved Barry Church since we got him. I think yeah. he's a huge upgrade. But it's nice to have Ronnie Harrison, and he's got a little thump thump in him, man. Yes. He he hits you with a little bit of a something something. So he I like that. Part. Yeah, I like that. I think he's I think he's got. That Alabama in him, you know, that winner in him. So.
0: And they say he's smart football player. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I think we're just going on what people tell us in that regard, but mm-hmm. smart football player. So that was good. I
2: liked seeing that. That was. uh And, and
0: you, Brad, Shutt, don't don't just brush over Patman and guys like that. That's important. Yeah. You know uh, that those guys can play. I mean, he's find a home here. Uh, whether he plays the nickel, whether he has to fill in somewhere else. We talked I mean, to him who during. Knows with Jalen? How many times he get suspended for the rest of his career?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we talked to him during training camp. And he was, um, you know, he's very adamant that he he can be a starter in this league, and he believes he can. Look, he's a little undersized, and he's probably not the fastest guy in the world, but he plays with a chip on his shoulder like some of those dudes do. And
0: he's got some swag to him. Yeah, there. and
2: you, and you have to do that. All right, speaking of Jalen, he returns on Monday with Dante Fowler Jr. The question that everybody wants to know: Will he talk to the media tomorrow? Yes or no?
0: I'd be shocked. You'd be, I'd shocked? be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I'd, unless he's planned something. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't like an apology tour, right? but unless you just said, all right, guys, listen,
2: we got to get along. We're here all season, you know,
0: he might play that, but I give that a 10% chance Yeah, and that's fine. Um, I think we'll go a few days trying to, a uh, little cat and mouse game with, with Jalen and then eventually <laughs> yeah. he'll talk. Um, and, and to be honest with you, Jack's PR might keep him away yeah. uh, for a few days. So, yeah. uh, but you never know. I mean, Monday could be an interesting He may say, day. I want to talk. Jalen's an interesting guy and, and, uh. It's fascinating to that, that. was a fascinating week. What I learned basically that whole week, though, and Blake Bortles, Calais Campbell, they kind of led on to it. AJ Boye in the locker room yesterday. I mean, they've all talked to Jalen, mm-hmm. and they're fine with Jalen. Yeah. So, this whole stuff, not the media, but the GQ magazine, they can't wait to get him back tomorrow. Sure. And, hey, Jalen, talk all you want. Just make sure you play the way you play. Yeah, it's, I would it's agree with that. It's simply that. I would agree with that. Well, uh, what I want to do, Dan, is go up and down the quarterbacks. Do you agree with uh, the GQ magazine? Um, I did and I was evaluation. A
2: little, I, I thought he was off base on a few of them, and I was surprised that I was surprised that a lot of the national guys said, "Well, he seems like he's dead on on everything." No, he's not. He's he's well, Andrew Andrew Luck like... is a franchise quarterback, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't know
0: where he came up with that. Yeah,
2: and I the only one that I didn't the only one that I would have said, "Come on, Jalen, why would you have to do that, is to the kid in Buffalo. You know, I mean, yeah, gotcha. he's just starting. Who cares? You know, he sucks. He's sorry, Junie Bug. He, uh, he, you know, he's, you know, why did they, what a stupid draft pick?
0: But you know what that was a little bit. I think that was more his love for Lamar Jackson coming out. That could be, you know, because he thought Lamar Jackson. Well, then why not say him, that? You know, why not say that? Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of did with, he did, yeah, but I, in the context, it didn't look like yeah. that. By right. the way,
2: and Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. Um, yes, you got the better of him in two games last year, and that's great. But big Ben Roethlisberger has been a great player in this league for a long time. And no, no, I don't think there's a quarterback that I've ever watched in the history of the game who keeps plays alive longer than Ben Roethlisberger, who's willing to stand in that pocket and take hits and punishment so he can wait to get to that guy who's open. So I thought that was off, too. But uh, look, hey, some... Matt
0: Ryan overrated?
2: Um, uh, no. Overrated wouldn't be the right word for him. Did he have... Did he not have a great year last year? Yes. Could you point out the fact that Shanahan left and he didn't? Yeah, but he was the MVP of the league two years ago.
0: If you take away that MVP year.
2: He's still pretty good. He's pretty good. I mean, how is he thought of? No one said he's a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Well, I think people put him in the elite category. He's a franchise quarterback. Just sign up. I don't think. Zillion
2: dollar deal. Yeah, well, that's just so do do Kirk Cousins. Cousins, (laughs) Who he says is great, by the way, which I don't agree with.
0: Yeah. The only thing I thought, I thought some of his comments looked like he had watched some like national guys talk about these yeah. guys. But then when he went in depth on the play action with Kirk Cousins, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. he's going in yeah. depth there. Yeah. Uh, I, cr- I mean, Josh f- Allen trash. Again, Listen. to me. That's more of an agenda.
2: Yeah, everybody. And Jaylen, I don't, I don't mind him having his opinion. That's fine. No, good no, for him. No. For you know saying what he wanted oh, to say. Flacco sucks. Huh? <laughs> Who? Flacco. Yeah. But
0: again, that's Lamar Jackson related. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, it's okay that he likes Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But he likes him so much, and I think it It. it –
2: <laughs> Let's also remember <laughs> now, J-
0: his opinions.
2: Jalen, if I'm not mistaken here, and again, correct me please if I'm wrong, Jalen has never been all on board the Blake train. No, he hasn't. And to the point of liking things on social media – and you know where Blake's getting hammered, and I know yeah. he 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 desperately wanted them to take Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson big time. Yeah,
0: um, so. I, I think uh, you know he says Dak Prescott's okay, which I I agree. I think listen, I think Jalen. We've talked about this many times. Uh, we just did that interview, and he's also a he's boy.
2: also one more thing. He's also very pro receiver, which is fine. But I don't I don't know all the Super Bowl rings that Antonio Brown. Or Odell Beckham have, but I do know that Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning do have Super Bowl rings. Yeah, that's fair. So that's a good point. And you're uh, seeing them at a different time in their careers as well.
0: Well, too true. I mean, I think he's talking Eli Manning. I mean, like he, today, they might prove Week One, Eli Manning.
2: Let's hope so. Isn't any good. Let's hope so.
0: Um, so. But, uh, real quick on Blake, when we did the interview with Blake, we talked a lot about that whole Cincinnati perfect thing and mm-hmm. when he turned when the kind of everybody got on board, right. Well, I think that was one of. those are one of the guys I'm talking about, Jalen. Yeah, I think he got on board halfway through last year mm-hmm. and then said, okay. There's my guy. all right to the point. That was the part I was like, "Oh gosh, how's he going to answer the AFC right. Championship stuff?" And and well, I think he, he said you know, what we all said. He, you know, he did.
2: He was yeah, honest. that's fine. Was I don't honest. have a problem with that. I think he. I think we've all talked about this a thousand times. And I think if you asked the Jaguars if they had to do it over again, would they have been a little more aggressive on first down? I think the answer would be yes. Yes,
0: when we ask Nathaniel Hackett ten years from now about mm-hmm. that game, right. he will say that. Yeah. Now it's and I too think, soon still, but he will say because that. because I
2: think if you remember back to the first half of that game, I think Blake made some terrific. Back shoulder throws. I can remember rewatching it because we were there, but rewatching it and Tony Romo going, "Who is this cornerback? Who is this fantastic. guy?" That's what I mean. And so they kind of they sat on got it. nervous and said, "Okay." Now, in fairness, they could have said, "Well, our defense is all that. We're up ten. Go win us a Super Bowl defense." Yeah, and they uh, couldn't hey, against big, big Tom Brady. Picture.
0: Big picture on Jalen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this is who we got now, right? For the next deck. I mean, this is. That's fine. We have Dion. Yeah. We have. Terrell Owens. Well, we have and, and, and I'm talking about their brashness. I'm not yes. saying, I'm not saying you know Randy Moss, you know I'm talking about you these can't, guys that are star but, R- but, Richard Sherman.
2: But you can't be Randy Moss, TO and Dion in your third year unless you play like TO Randy Moss and we expect him to. But again, he's only been all pro kind of Michael Wilbon – was one of the guys who was critical of him. Is like, what has he accomplished? Who is he to denigrate? And that's there's a little fairness in that part of it, I think. Because, you know, listen, three, four, five years into the league, well, okay. You know, if you do this for the next three years, you say whatever you want to say. And he's saying it now, which is also okay, but you better back it up. Because understand this, Jalen, every time you slip, every time you fall, every time you miss, it's going to be highlighted – not just by us, yeah. but by all the national boys. Well, and if they're going to pull the quote out. They're when, pulling the quote if, out. If, 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 in, if in November, yeah. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, throws for 320 and four touchdowns, you're going to get hammered, destroyed. Annihilated.
0: Yeah, yeah. The good thing is they don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't the think. The one good thing he's doing is talking around a good defense. Yes, he is. <laughs> they are very. That's good. a good point too. So, uh, it, it's hey,
2: exciting. Look. It's a fun time, and I'm uh, listen. Hopefully, he comes back. Well, he is back. He's back tomorrow and uh, Monday, and away we go.
0: Yeah. Um, and by the way, it's okay that he's blocked us on Twitter.
2: Yeah, that was fine. I didn't. I didn't.
0: Like people actually think. Like, yeah, Stewart has not been blocked.
2: We got more. I I, I said this. We
0: need Armada. Like, people think this is a feud or something.
2: Have we talked about this on the podcast since the blocking?
0: No, we haven't had one.
2: I, I said this, uh, and you probably will concur. You know, even my own family. Like, my wife Brooks does...
0: took up on Instagram to the Jags. He did. Know? They <laughs> didn't reply
2: either. Jalen's blocking
0: my dad. Jags,
2: you're gutless. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know that. On
0: the trip, I was like, "Hey, uh, is Dan's son Brooks? Is this his son?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hey, you just said Jalen blocked my dad."
2: Why did you let Jalen block my dad? (laughs) I love that.
0: Got your back.
2: I love that. That's my boy. (laughs) I think Jalen should have let Brooks interview him. Maybe that'll be fine. Uh, uh, But but I got more like comments about you know we do a radio show, we do podcasts, we do television. We try to do good stuff, funny stuff, neat stuff all the time. All of a sudden, you get blocked by Jalen Ramsey, and you're, like, getting eight million calls. I got friends from college. Hey, Jalen Ramsey, block you? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, man?
0: It was it was the same thing. It was all these people from Facebook. Like, it was Twitter. a huge deal. And, by the way, we were having fun with it. Yeah. I, I, was, I thought it was kind of fun. I was okay with I it. I thought it was great. Um, and, and I didn't even know he could block me because I didn't even know uh, – <laughs> like that's—I don't know how that works. Have you yeah. blocked anybody on Twitter?
2: Um, that's a good question. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I, I've never blocked anybody. Yeah, I don't think like, so. I, mean, I knew you could block people. But I've had
2: some people get really like personal about my family, and sometimes, and I don't like well, them. But I don't you know if I've—I don't know if I've blocked them or not.
0: Uh, Whoever's showing me how to do it, you just click the down arrow. I don't want to know. I'm not going to block anybody. It's just that easy. People are entitled to down their arrow. opinion if they okay. want to Down arrow me, block. Bleepity bleep bleep. They yeah. can do it. Yeah,
2: well, um, it is I'm what sure it is. It gets
0: a little, uh, little too much, but uh, <laughs> that's so funny. We the have gone, situation. we have gone
2: on and on. We got. To, you want to talk a little college football, or should we?
0: Oh well, I got one more ask for you. Okay, Dante Fowler
2: Jr. And we have to wait for college football the midweek then.
0: Anything significant with Dante? Uh, any significance? By the way, Dante got to slide under the radar thanks to Jalen all week.
2: You should send him a thank you note or a dozen roses. Thank I, you. I would say this. Um, There shouldn't be because Dante knows what's at stake as much as the Jaguars know what's at stake. While the Jags need Dante, Dante needs the Jags. And if Dante wants to continue to make millions of dollars, which he's doing, he needs to play at a very high level this year and make everyone forget what's happened in the last month. And if he does that, he's going to get a big, fat contract somewhere, I promise you. If Dante Fowler Jr. gets 10 sacks this year, he will sign a very nice contract, to make a lot of money, and he will get to be the lead dog, which I think bothers him here that he's not. Absolutely. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, you know, I think that he feels like, and obviously the Jags don't, that if he played as much as the guy who's in front of him, he would have the same numbers. Yeah. So,
0: well, um, that's not happening. No, because that guy in front of him is pretty good too. Yeah. So, uh, and that guy's get definitely getting paid because they can trust him. The word here is trust. Yes. To me. Yeah. Do they trust Dante Fowler Jr. No, of course they he's don't. he's a really good football yeah. player, Dan. And, and I do think he's going to—I'd like to see him stay here a while. I don't think they can afford both. Yeah. But uh, they need him this year. The bottom line is, for me, all this Jalen stuff took the headlines, and I get it. It's fun chatter. We just did it for 15 minutes. But Dante helps them win a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, he has to. And,
0: and I mean, this is a Super Bowl year. I think, yes. I think they go to the Super Bowl. They don't have much behind Yannick.
2: No. No. Not so, in terms of pass rushing D ends, that, yeah.
0: That kind of guy. So I think Dante's very important. And again, I'll I'll reiterate this. I was very nervous about the Dante stuff at the beginning of the week.
2: Might have to, to make it – go ahead. To
0: the point where I said, I'd think about putting him on the block. Yeah. Because if you if you were going to upset a team, yeah. potentially, yeah. that looks like they can win it all, then you got to think about making a move and maybe trying to get someone else. Well, toward the end of the week, uh, I can tell you, Jags are not worried about it. Uh, internally, they think they're fine here, uh, or it's the greatest – you know charade ever but uh i still think we keep our eye on it but i don't think they feel like there's any more problems
2: Might have to make a trade for cap cappy if everything else goes bad
0: out in arizona
2: having a big year
0: having a big preseason again all right quick little college i told you we had a lot to talk about today yes podcast okay but uh college football two weeks starts up
2: yeah two weeks from saturday Uh, yesterday yeah
0: um yeah, you still—you've uh, already been in mixed review land on uh, the Gators. Yeah, I'm you, not. You—you're you, just still right in the middle. I'm huh? not.
2: I'm sure? not. I'm in a show me mode. Um, a very manageable schedule. I think they can do okay this year, thanks to, thanks to a, a, a manageable schedule and having some good players. But I still believe the program is in a lot of fixing. Needs a lot of fixing. So,
0: Felipe Frank's going to get it,
2: I guess, and certainly, I think he had the worst quarterback rating of any D one quarterback in the Power Five conference. So, conferences. So, uh, boy, it looks like another year of not having stellar quarterback play for the uh, Florida Gators. It's going to be tough, man.
0: He better recruit. Uh, they open up with Charleston Southern. I um, got a Frank. real
2: chance to jump out of the gates four four and zero. You got to beat obviously you got to hang 50 on Charleston Southern. You got to hammer Kentucky. You've got to go up to Knoxville and win. You got to beat Colorado State. You got to have 4W's with LSU coming to your house, be ranked in the top 20 and see what happens. And LSU ain't all that either. So then you get you know that's where yeah,
0: they do have a great schedule
2: really. They have More a very a it's okay, great. Well, again, if, if they it, were any good, yes. It if would it, be like if this was Gator, if it was Ronald Gator Port. Camelot time, yeah, yeah, they we would be salivating at this schedule. Yeah, that's how nicely it sets up. But um, you've got to get out of the box and you've got to have a winning September. It's interesting, and uh, you can't have any rainstorms and cancellations of the easy games. That's
0: true. The can't the the, uh, the the Gators <laughs> are interesting because. This has been like this for a handful of years. Even if they get off to a good start, mm-hmm. if it doesn't look good, mm-hmm. it can stay 4-0 and not look great right. the way they've been, Right. and people are still like, really? Right. Usually 4-0 gets people excited. Yes. Wins over Tennessee, keep the streak going against Kentucky, Colorado State's not even a bad football program, right. like Bobo out there, yet people aren't jacked up about it. You said it, show me, and they are wait-and-see mode for miles. Oh yeah, outside of Gainesville. Oh yeah, uh, on this football program right now. But I'm telling you, you're gonna. I, I think you'll see it and you'll like it because I think Dan Mullen's gonna score points. Simple he has to. I think they'll score. He points. has to.
2: He must. He must. And I think uh, our friend Eugene Fournette with the pamphlet had a good column the other day about putting the fun back in Florida football and scoring 30 plus points and 400 plus yards. It's not that much to ask, and that's where he needs to be. And his he needs to make a statement, and then and then hopefully finish up with a good recruiting class and then start fixing the program, they got to they get in the arms race, man. They got to.
0: All right. I just spent the morning in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you want to talk fun yeah. and energy in a place? I mean, we've gone there. I think I've been there maybe four out of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Even with Jimbo, even when things were good mm-hmm. for this, like, media day. I'd say there's a buzz around there. Yeah, really, you can feel the energy. They, first of all, love Willie Taggart. Right, I mean, absolutely love him. Love the energy he brings.
2: You know when the buzz gets sucked out yeah, I Labor Day night when Virginia Tech beats him.
0: Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> he wasn't. Go in ahead, Lassie people. And, go ahead and mark that
2: one down, I mean, boys.
0: I had twenty seconds of fun for you, Florida State. There's fans. a buzz in Hokieville. That's it. There's a buzz
2: up there too. Uh, They're bringing the buzz saw down to Tallahassee when they try to.
0: Is that the same Virginia Tech team that lost like eleven players in the last like four months? Running that
2: up tempo <laughs> offense on them, we'll see. But no, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, seriously though, you could you could feel. It. <laughs> you could really. Feel, I was like, here's oh, why. Here's they, why they, they didn't like Jimbo Dan.
2: I know, but here's why. Here's why I don't. I don't necessarily. You were there, so you get caught up in the moment. Because I went last year, and I was like, my. God, these guys are athletes. Look at these kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't see these type of kids at Florida. They recruit the very best. That's why Florida State will rebound quickly, more quickly than Florida. But and and all they talked about last year was winning a national championship. And I mean, you talk about a season that went off the chains quickly. So while there's always a while there is a buzz, you you tend to you tend to uh, you know. It's 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 easier to get caught up in it when you're there, as opposed to when you're removed. And I'm thinking, well, here's you know, here they are with you know, DeAndre's going to be the quarterback. You think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. you got that feeling?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to wait till the.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: We just got a trophy brought in the house here. Marcel Robinson. <sighs> oh my God! Is it heavy? It's a
2: murder weapon.
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: did you play it down? How much does
0: it cost to get in this league? Hey, six points. You got a shirt
2: or a trophy? Did you play? I played. I played the last two games. I didn't
3: play the first because I'm good enough. I don't need to play in all the games. I did score, and I did keep
0: all the, everyone on their toes. So I earned it. Did you bet on yourself? Are you like Pete Rose? I mean, like player coach? I didn't bet on myself. Okay, but I would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marcel what Robinson. What is this flag football? He lives for flag football. I
0: mean, by the way, Weber, a Gator. Just got in last night at 11 o'clock from Minnesota. Had to go to Tallahassee this morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Because of this football league. By the way, there are priorities in life.
2: Yeah. We have kids. Yeah, not for him. Sometimes
0: they're priority. I mean,
2: I don't even know if I can lift this up. For Marcel
0: Robinson, it's his flag football team. I mean, every stand up he does ends with something about his flag football team. Yeah. On TV. Yeah. He's kissing the trophy right now. And now his career might be over because he's got a bad, bad.
2: He's got a bad wheel. Yeah, he's got a bad wheel. He's all braced up. It's. I it's,
0: think you should retire, dude. You're getting old, man. Yeah, yeah. Retire. Um. All right. So yeah, I think it's gonna be DeAndre Francois well, back to the. Uh, okay. What
2: What are the goals? Like when you say the buzz, the buzz is there. What What do you see for them this season?
0: Well, there's two things that uh, I caught. One, I I I don't want to say and represent this like they hate Jimbo. Right. But they love Taggart either that much or they weren't that sad to see Jimbo go.
2: I think that's true. You know,
0: there's a there's that transition was not as difficult as some right programs. Everybody likes new and, and sure. as Patrick, Patrick even said that everybody likes new. But this is a different feel, and I think it's all bringing those guys back. Those players talked a lot about Bobby Bowden coming back to practice, and Charlie Ward and Derek Brooks. They, yeah. they like that, man. I sure, think that's cool. And a lot of these guys are from the Orlando area. We talked to DJ Matthews from Jacksonville. They know what Florida State football is about. Right. You know, they grew up around it. So, right. Um, there's an element of that, and then this offense. You, we talked a lot of offensive guys. They say they just kind of chuckling, at least in practice. Like uh, he was <laughs> it. James Blackman said they scored 14 touchdowns. Yesterday in a scrimmage, he just said, "They there's green space all over the place. The way they've opened up the field, that'll be fun to watch offense." And I mean, how different can offenses look? Right. It feels this one will look different because of the pace and the way they spread you out. Yeah. Instead of the pro style, Jimbo had. Sure. That was my questioning. Real, I asked him just how different it would look.
2: Well, you know, just, I, I will just caution him this, and I know that new is fun and exciting, you and predicting
1: national the, titles like last year. Right, by the way. Not, that's not uh, the 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 away. the
2: coach. Who Left's offense was pretty, pretty doggone good. He's a
0: very good offensive guy. <laughs> so, very good And
2: guy. he put a lot of uh, quarterbacks into the NFL. Now, they haven't succeeded in the NFL, but he made them all a lot of money.
0: But Jimbo's offense was very complex. Yes. The one thing they like about this is very simple. Okay. And players like simple. They like the video game era. They like to just go out there and play in backyard football, and that's what it appears to be. It'll be week. fun to watch. So, anyway, we got three quarterbacks, right? we got uh, DeAndre Francois. Uh, Bailey Hockman is in the mix. Yeah. And also James Blackman, who played in relief of Francois. Seems ago.
2: like Blackman's fallen down the most. It does feel that way. That was all the buzz that Hockman was even like second. Yeah, and going Blackman going was out third. Out to be yeah, um, and that means Francois is first. Though. I think
0: it's Francois's job. Yeah. I really do. Uh, but since we were there and we got him for you, we're gonna play all three quarterbacks, and we're gonna go in this order, Dan. Okay. All right. Just so the folks know, Francois, Blackman, Hockman. Bang. Okay, Francois, Blackman, Hockman. Here's our conversations with those three guys uh, from Media Day in Tallahassee on Sunday. DeAndre, what's this offense going to look like to people when they see it for real mon- mon- that Monday night, Labor Day night? Um, really simple, really fast.
4: Does that make it exciting for you guys to play in it? Yeah, we're very excited, all of us. Um, we're working hard at it. Um, You know, I didn't play spring, so I didn't get a lot of the reps, but now that I'm getting a lot more reps, I feel so much comfortable in this offense. A lot of the receivers are getting the hang of it, and the O-line especially are tremendous. They made a huge jump from spring to fall camp, so everybody's getting it.
0: When you say simple, does that make it easier for you to pick up in a new offense, or has it been some complexities that have been difficult, and you're still kind of learning things day in, day out?
4: Uh, it's really all the same plays. It's just running it from different formations and getting to it faster. So it's a lot of the same schemes that I've been doing in my previous years of, of uh, offense. So it's a lot of the same plays. It's just lining up faster, getting to it in different ways.
0: So from that standpoint, it's not like, OK, my skill set fits this better or that better. I mean, there wasn't a transition for you in that sense? No,
4: I feel like I'm pretty versatile. I can play in any offensive set. Um, it's, uh, it's up to the coaches to, you know, coach me and show me what to do and how to do it, and then it's up to me to go do it. What's this competition
0: been like for you in terms of battling with these guys, kind of trying to get that job back that
4: obviously it you, you lost due to injury, nothing that you did, but uh, what's it been like for you? It's been fun. Um, every year you're going to have to com- um, compete no matter who you are. Um, I see a lot of guys, a lot of vets in the NFL right now competing. Um, during preseason and stuff like that. So I understand that no matter what, no matter what level you have to compete in. I I thrive on competing, and, you know, Bailey and James and all the other quarterbacks, we're coming out competing every day with the right mindset.
0: Have you reflected at all in the last year? I mean, we were up in Atlanta with you when you got hurt, and then obviously some of the, the things you've had to go through and now here in a situation where you might be able to win that job and run out there on that Monday night. What's this last year been like for you?
4: It's been a bit of a roller coaster, but um, it's been a learning curve for me. Um, that was my first injury. It was hard to, you know, take in, but it, it, it happened, and I was over. And now looking back on uh, September when it happened, and, and now looking back on where I am now, it's like I've came so far. So. Working hard with the trainers in the off season and doing everything they're telling me to do and spaying off because now I'm back running, I'm back throwing, I'm back to my old self. and I never would have thought it would have come now, but now that it's here, it feels great. I
0: was going to ask you that. Did you feel like your old self? I mean you feel like you're back? And when did that happen for you? How do you know that, hey, that's the guy that that was playing at
4: a high level? Um, Really a couple of weeks ago in practice, uh, you know, just making plays. Just feeling good, making the throws that I used to make. And, you know my teammates cheering me on you know they, they got my back a hundred percent just seeing those guys push me and seeing those guys want me to be the leader of the team you know seeing those guys you know <clears throat> stand behind me and encourage me like and, and basically ask for a leader and basically telling me handing me the torch and telling them telling me to be the leader of the team you know take it over you know seeing those guys want me to do that helps me to do that is it still a competition because everyone's playing well it's always gonna be a competition. Um, you know, I don't know where, where everything stands. Um, that's the question for Coach Tagger and Coach Bell, but every day I'm just competing trying to be the best quarterback I can be for the team.
0: That's one for me. Um, Monday night against Virginia Tech.
4: First game for Tagger. How wild will this place be? Uh, I think it'll be pretty crazy. I think it'll be a fun, fun environment, um, good atmosphere for the freshmen to see, um, but hopefully it's a sold-out game, packed stadium, and ready to go.
3: Are you good? Most definitely. If you good, I'm good.
0: <laughs> What's this been like for you? Um, this whole transition, this this whole off season and now as we get a few weeks into camp and you guys are still battling to try to figure out who's going to be the guy?
3: Oh man, it's been a great transition, man, just learning, learning a lot about myself, man. Um, It helps you better yourself as a person, as a teammate, and as a player. So it's been a great transition just trying to figure out yourself and figure out this offense a little bit more. So I feel like it's been a great opportunity.
0: Coach Bell said you guys have been really good with each other. Uh, Can you take us inside the room a little bit, the dynamic, uh, even though it's a competition? I always think that's one of the... The interesting things in sports, you guys are fighting for that one spot, yet the dynamic in the room, you have to be with each other all the time.
3: Most definitely, man. We never let this get on a personal level, so when we're in between
0: those lines, we compete our butts off, but after that, we love each other like brothers. Is this a situation where all of you guys are playing well, adjusting to Coach Taggart's offense, or is it just that nobody has risen to the top?
3: Everybody's just been playing well, man making great decisions, making great plays. So I feel like it's a hard decision for Coach Taggart to make right now.
0: What's it like uh, for you as a quarterback in this system? We've heard so much about Higgs' offense. So what's it like being under center in a Willie Taggart offense?
3: Oh man, it's it's a great feeling. Just a lot more faster. The defense don't understand what you're doing like that. It it takes them a long time to get lined up. So I feel like his offense is a lot more better because we get to move fast, we got a faster pace. Not saying that the pro star offense is bad, it just, it just keeps the defense
0: off their feet. A lot of people have used the word simple. What does that mean? I mean, I understand what the word simple means, but it's you play a very complex position, so how can an offense be simple?
3: Um, just saying by the terminology, the play calling, it just helps you understand. We just try to make it as simple so we can move as fast as we can. So being simple is not really as simple because the average person wouldn't learn it that fast, but it's just being a lot. It's, for players, it's a lot more simple, to be honest, because you get to move a lot faster. You got one words, and you don't have to really think too much when you're out there, you just go out there and play. Play in space. Yeah,
0: you just go play in space, and you mentioned the word space. How much space is there? Are you sometimes out there like, man, there's a lot of green grass. Most definitely, most definitely. That's why we can't wait to bring it out and show you guys yeah. what we made of. I think a lot of people are waiting for it. I mean, heck, uh, the NOL fans must be excited for that Monday night, don't you? Do you sense that because, it's been under wraps. I mean, maybe you see a glimpse or a highlight here or there, but day in, day out, we haven't seen this offense. How different will it look for the Knowles fans?
3: Man, to be honest, I just want to tell you all to get y'all popcorn ready and then come out. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a real good one.
0: Getting your seat early?
3: Most definitely. Don't be late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's that uh, Monday night going to be like here in Doak because of some of the excitement? The disappointment of last year, but now Willie Taggart's brought this, this energy into it. Will you feel that big time on that Monday night?
3: Man, most definitely, but we will not let the moment get too big for us. We'll still focus on the task at hand, and we'll just go out and play the game that we've been playing all our life.
0: Where do you see um, – when do you think they'll make a decision? When do, I mean, is this just right up to the end? What's in your mind? Do you, do, you, do you concern yourself with that?
3: No, I don't concern myself with it one bit, man. I just come out and try to get better each and every day. I step on, step on the field or I step in the meeting room. One get, get 1% better each day, man, can't complain.
0: Coach Taggart's uh, known as a great recruiter. How is he as a head coach? He's
3: great, man. He cares for his players, man. He's showing he's showing us what we should do and what we should not do, man. He's showing us ways to bond with each other. So I feel like he's doing a great job, man. He's taking this position well. Um, he's not letting the moment get too big for him. man. I feel like he's loving everything that he's doing right now. And I, and I love everything he's doing right now. I can see the smiles on the players' faces, the energy in the room, in the locker room. It's just a different atmosphere right now.
0: Word is when you guys went to Bradenton last week, he took you back by his old house. What was that experience like?
3: Um, just understanding, man, a guy that comes from something that you come from. It just helped you understand that you can make it out of here too. Like It's opportunity all across the world. You just got to take advantage of it.
0: He has also connected the old Florida State, it feels like, with you guys. Uh, from Bobby Bowden coming back to some of the players. and How neat has that been as a player to see Bobby Bowden and Charlie Ward
3: walking through the door and being out at the practice? Man, seeing some of the all-time greats of Florida State just make you want to go a lot harder. Just showing you that you can be one of those guys one day if you put in the work, It just makes you feel a lot more better just having Tyler Ward come back and speak to him. Just let us know that the guys really do care for us, man. We just got to reach out and reach out and talk to him.
0: One last one for you. How uh, talented is this offense from the backfield to the receivers? uh, And we've heard really good things about the offensive line from spring to fall. But how talented are the skill positions that you guys have?
3: I feel like at all skill positions on offense, either one of us can go start anywhere else. That's why I made the competition so hard.
0: Thanks, man. Well, Heck, we've talked to so many guys in this room pretty fired up about what's going on here. It's, it's hard not to feel the energy. How, how much has Coach Taggart brought that, whether it's his offense or his personality?
1: Uh, he's, he's brought a lot of it. I mean, he's a special guy, and uh, there's not many people that can get a team to rally like we have. And a lot of people don't really know, but like we were, we were pretty separated at the end of last season. It was tough, and uh, but he's gotten us back, and, and I think we're going to be on top this year. All
0: right, What is it about him? I mean, what, what what is that connection,
1: um, in your opinion? Um, honestly, I think it's kind of his 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 like goofiness a little bit he's kind of he's kind of laughing and joking around with us and and it kind of gets us all to kind of laugh and joke around with each other and uh i think that's it's a big a a big thing it's like we're all brothers and we kind of act that way so it's been good
0: it doesn't feel like he's a yeller and a screamer guy not to say he probably can't get a little loud when he needs to but it doesn't feel like that football guy in that sense
1: Nah, he's not. He's not a yelling. Inscriber. Every once in a while, you know, we'll do something dumb, and he'll he'll he raise his voice a little bit. But it never gets to the point where where it like goes overboard. And uh, I think it's a good thing. I think it's it's you gotta encourage players instead of kind of tearing them down. And uh, I think it's I think it's really it's really been a good thing. It
0: feels like there's an appreciation for where he's from. You guys got a chance to see that last week when he brought you back to Bradenton. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a little insight on that experience? What was that like for you guys as
4: football
1: players? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you don't really get to see your your coach's home home very often. And, uh, you know, just kind of seeing where he grew up and, like, kind of relating it to how some of us grew up. So uh, it was was pretty cool. Simple,
0: fun, fast. Probably the three words I've heard the most talking about his offense. What is this offense like?
1: Uh, it's exciting. It's explosive. Um, we, we get set of 40, 45, 50 plays a game. We're getting 80, 90 plays a game. And when when you got guys like Nooney or DJ touching the ball 10 more times, you know that could be 10 more touchdowns. Those guys are those guys are special. So it's been good
0: you've been around a lot of different offenses whether high school and now here in college mm-hmm. do you feel like these guys are picking it up you
1: guys are all picking it up at a pretty good pace for sure yeah they're picking up well they they've been they've been doing a really good job the coach have done a really good job of preparing us also and uh you know i'm proud of the guys for being focused and listening and we're doing a good job it feels like there's so much big play potential
0: because of the skills mm-hmm. and the skill position guys and every, everybody talks about the space i mean when you're out on there in the practice field are you like oh there's another big play there's another big play i mean does it does it look like that
1: yeah for sure we got so many playmakers and when we line up quick like i've said i've said it a few times when we line up fast the defense doesn't necessarily get set and if you if you're an inch off that could spring one of those guys because they're so talented i mean and man it's been special it's been good
0: all right i'm gonna be honest with you man it
1: feels like you've come
0: out of nowhere to be right in the middle of this quarterback competition. Why is that? What have you
1: done well to put yourself in play? I've just been working hard. I think I'm working every day just to get 1% better every single day. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to prove to the team that I I can do it. How does your skill set fit this offense? Uh, I think it fits well just because Just the movement in the pocket being be able to to move and and, and get out of the way of of defenders and kind of protections are a little different. So uh, when we got the extra blitzer, I think I I got a little, uh I make a miss, you know? So yeah, it's been good.
0: Is there any level of anxiety now as we're about two weeks away? Uh, from you guys playing a football game, and you really just don't know. Usually by this time you'll know, I'm yeah. the backup or I'm the starter, yeah. and you guys don't. Does that bring a level of anxiety to
1: you? Um, it hasn't to me. I've been preparing like I'm going to be a starter since since we started this thing. So uh, I think, I think I've, I've, I've handled it pretty well. I'm gonna be ready for it.
0: Are you guys playing well at that position? Uh, because sometimes you can have a quarterback competition because guys are not playing well or not getting the mm-hmm. offense. Do you see it the other way where you guys are all making plays uh, and that's why it's tough? It's
1: definitely the other way. All, all three of us been making plays. Um, I think it's just a matter of who makes more. So, yeah, that's it. What do you think will decide it? I think just the guy who the team kind of rallies behind, the guy who who when that guy steps on the field, everybody knows, all right, let's do it. And uh, I think that's, that's what will decide it. One last question for you. How uh, wild
0: will this place be Monday night against Virginia Tech? Oh, with all
1: the energy, fun. the newness, the what
0: will Dope be like?
1: It's going to be crazy. It's, it's special every time you step out there. But so in a, an opener at home, at night, I mean, it's going to be special. It's going to be fun. Thanks, man. Appreciate
0: yeah. it. All right, so there you go. A lot of conversation with the Florida State quarterbacks. Dan, the one thing that's interesting, even for Willie Taggart, he's got talent at the QB position, he thinks. Got mm-hmm. talent all around. Mm-hmm. But I always wonder, does a quarterback fit? his system. Does Taggart say, oh, yeah, that guy's awesome for this? And I don't think these guys are that way because they came in here playing for a pro-style offense. Sure. So you wonder over the next few years, no matter what happens with these quarterbacks this Wait
2: year, till he gets his guy?
0: What kind of guy he gets, much like Mullen. You know, wait until right. they get their guy that they think is a perfect fit. And right. I don't necessarily know what that exactly means, but you kind of know when you got that guy, too. And they'll know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Gus Malzahn knew when he gets, knows when he gets the perfect guy for right. his system. Um, it'll be interesting to see.
2: This is the longest Pylon podcast in the history of the Pylon podcast.
0: And there are a lot of podcasts that go over an hour. Are there? Yes. How okay. long is this one right now?
2: Well, we, we jabbered for a while. And then,
0: uh, we won't count the interviews.
2: Yeah, we're 30-plus we're 30, 30 minutes.
0: 30-plus minutes. And with the interviews, probably, I mean, we're probably about 50 minutes. This might set a record.
2: It's a Pylon podcast record.
0: Well, we had got interrupted by Flag Football
2: Championship. Yes.
0: Uh, we learned how to block people on Twitter thanks to uh, <laughs> Stuart Weber. back
2: <Back-to-back> back <laughs> Oh, no, he Put didn't. In
0: trophy in the trash. The hate
2: is real. The hate is real.
0: Florida Jacks flag football championship. back
2: back At least By he won. By the way,
0: Dan, one final thing.
2: By the way, just so for the record, and this is not demeaning in any way, but this flag football league that Marcel Robinson plays in is, is co-ed, just so you know.
0: Did you run over a girl again?
2: <laughs> he would have, for the trophy. He would have he done it. For the it. trophy, he would.
0: Dan, I have two remarks. Yes, sir. How did uh, Brooks do at six points? Oh, he did good. Yeah, good yeah. QB lesson, huh? Yeah, he
2: did. He did. He, um, uh, yeah, he was excited. He said, can we throw today? And we went out and threw, and he said, I can throw it farther now because Coach Denny taught him a couple, of, gave him a couple pointers and yeah, such. Dude. So uh, he launched one uh, 47 today.
0: Forty-seven yards, yeah, new, new high. Yeah, that's a new high. high.
2: That's career high. Thirteen
0: years so, old, people.
2: Not bad, not that's bad. Good. But you know, just um, we got to find out how much he loves the game, how much he wants to play. I think once we find that out, then we'll just, then we'll see where we go. That's right. You, you know what I mean? Let how it much
0: happen naturally, but you got to yeah. work, man. You got to work. Well,
2: that's what he. That's what he's finding out. I think, yeah. which is good. To, good to see at a young age. That's right. But when we got there, he was working with. Couple kids who were, oh gosh, I'm probably ten or eleven. Really? But he, uh, uh, he's got a gold mine. That's what he's got. He is the quarterback, quarterback guru, guru of Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yep. Thompson, there yep. you go. Yep. A little shout out to him.
0: And yep. one last thought. Yes, sir. Went to the Busy Bee twice today. There and back. There and back. Well done. I had a good day.
2: That's a good day.
0: The Busy Bee was. We went this morning. The Busy Bee, by the way. Did you use the restroom? Yes, used it twice.
2: Did you go in there and read? <laughs> Take a shower?
0: <laughs> no, I did not do that. Watch a movie? We had to get to Tallahassee. But we went early, and there was hardly anyone there. We came back in the afternoon. Packed. I'm t- it looked like Disney World.
2: It is like Disney World.
0: The Disney World of gas stations.
2: I concur.
0: Someday I want to own an RV, Someday and I want to bring my RV over. On Twitter, they called it the Taj stall. Well, they do that on one of the billboards, too. Very nice. You were editing. You didn't see that. Taj Mastal's at Busy B. All right, that's going to do it here for the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Hey, it it had been a while, so we went extra long today. We did. Well played. uh, That's a uh, marathon edition and a new record for the longest podcast here. Uh, We'll update you throughout the week on the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. For the new champ, Marcel Robinson. Yeah. Stuart Weber needs to go to bed. Back to back. Dan Hicken. I'm Brett Martin. Have a good week, everybody.